Ladies and gentlemen, one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, for this is the Fred the Alien Productions podcast. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Oh, oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, you guys. Guess who's back? Phil is back. Phil's back. Back again. Phil is back. Tell everybody in the world so they listen to our show. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm a Philip Hunting. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And you are experiencing a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Uh, yes, that's right. Welcome to the show. Oh, Phil, it's nice to have you it's back. It's been a while. It's been a while. I've <laughs> I had took a, a holiday. You did. I've had a very enjoyable time <clears throat> uh, with with uh, the lovely Wayne and Fulia filling in. Yes. As arduous as some of that uh, bickering has been. I'm sure it's been... I'm sure it's been very entertaining for the listeners. And that's that's all I care about. Entertainment. I'm, we're here for you. Let me entertain um, you. Yes, please. Yep. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie Williams star. Do it. Right. Um, Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um, but yes, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Um, how have you been the last, oh, like, forever? I have been very good. Um, actually, I've been sick. Um, so Ooh. I took a week uh, hiatus. Um, my partner um, had had two weeks off, and so we just wanted to be able to spend those two weeks together, and then lots of other stuff were happening. And yeah, we just um, ended up what was meant to be a nice relax in two weeks, you know, just, just not having to do anything. Just sick for two weeks. Still technically, you know, got the ass end of it, but just that sucks. Sickness. That's what that's what you get for taking time off in the middle that's of it. winter. That's it. Yeah, and the flu season this year's been particularly oh, savage. Shocking. Yeah, really bad here in Melbourne. Yes, not great. Um, okay, but you know, you um, you had a good time. But yes, other than that, I'm um, pretty good. Saw a few uh, uh, expos. Um, did a bit of a military thing. Um, and yeah, other than that, really good. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. How about yourself? How about myself? <laughs> How about myself? Okay. Well, um, yeah, I rewatched Infinity War this week. Nice. The first time since uh, the last time in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time since last time, five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that on uh, Thursday with uh, my dear friend Sarah and her cousin Nikki. And Nikki had not seen it yet um, because she missed a bunch of the Marvel movies. So uh, there was no point in her seeing Infinity War. Oh, uh, yeah. Because uh, she's a big fan. And she enjoys enjoys the films. Um yeah, so watching her reaction was great, and it was pretty much stock standard, you know. I, well, I, I don't want to go into too much spoilers, but, you know, she was like, I love this movie. I want to see it again. Fuck you, Marvel. I don't want to ever watch this again. Like, she was uh, kind of tossing up between yeah. those two. And she had, and it, we kind of bonded because her favorite character is also Loki. So yeah, nice. that made me very happy. Nice. Nice. So, but yeah, it was emotional for me of course yep. it's a great it's a great movie but it's yeah it's tough it's tough. you're with me I'll say it's a great movie too huh 
you're with me. I'll say it's a great movie too. It's not Wayne. It won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you so much. That's, that's like, all right. That's incredible. What a good feeling. <laughs> what a good feeling. I've missed this. I've missed it so much. Oh. Um, but yeah, apart from that, um, finalizing certain scripts for certain videos that are going to be certainly filmed Yay. this week. So that's exciting. More on that later. Um, yeah, and that's work's been work, and yeah, just the usual from me. Yeah, so, yeah, I think uh, that's it for the week. Well, with that, I think it's time to get into the nerdy news. It is. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Yes! Alright. Kendall, yes. hostess, mostess, yes. all that jazz. Me, person, hello. Do you want to jump right in? Yes, let's jump right in and bring the room down. Down. Down, because I have sadness yes. to say, which really sucks. Um, okay, so it was reported earlier in the week that... Um, Aretha Franklin had been moved to hospice care. She wasn't doing too well. She's been struggling with uh, pancreatic cancer uh, for quite a while now. And and then it was, yeah, unfortunately announced a couple of days ago um, before the time of recording, she had passed away. Um, she was 76 years old, uh, which is, you know, I thought she was older than that for some reason. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know why, but she's been around for that long. You just kind of feel like, she just felt immortal, mm. you know, one of those kind of icons. Well, she was 70-something? Se- 76. Yeah, I thought she was in her 90s. Yeah, I thought she was, like, in her early 80s, mid-80s, but, uh, yeah, sadly, yeah, only 76. But, um, yeah, Queen of Soul, my goodness, what a career. What Will a, be remembered. What a legacy, yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, I was having a conversation with, I cannot remember who now, and if mm. you're listening, I apologise. But um, I've been talking about her a lot recently. But we were trying to think of all of the, you know, the names that are still around now. Um, And there really isn't anyone else left except maybe, like, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr and then the Rolling Stones. They're, like, the big, big ones, I think. I suppose it depends on who... In music, music icons. Yeah, I suppose it depends on... How you classify your music icons? I mean, true, but like I'm talking Dolly like Dolly Parton's still around. Well, Dolly Parton's still around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and really, she's really she's older than Aretha. Yeah, yeah. too. Depend really depends on the era and the, what you're defining as. Because I mean, strict. Let, let's be perfectly frank here. Uh, Miley Cyrus is going to be what you know Dolly Parton was once upon a time. She is famous. She is big. I guess. Uh, you know? Yeah, it sucks to us because we sit there and go, oh, we don't like that music. <laughs> but, you know, um, Adele, if you want someone with a bit, yeah, a bit eventually. of a nicer... I just mean, like, what I'm referring, what I'm kind of classifying these people as is coming from that these were the first of their kind icons. Oh, from, okay. from the golden era yeah. of soul and rock and, you know, pioneers. The Rat Pack is Pioneers. No, no, I don't think any of them. I think one of them is, floating about. No, well, the Rat Pack was Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. And who, was there another man? Yeah, I think he's, the other one is the one that's still floating around, oh, I think. 
Gosh, all right. Possibly. Turning to um, Google. Anyway. Anyway, um, um, Phil, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on Aretha before we move on? Yeah, no, just gorgeous singer. Yeah. She's also one of those ones that I'm not going to like personally. I go like, oh, Aretha Franklin died. And then can think of one song. That's it. I can only think oh, of respect. Oh, well, everyone knows respect, of Yeah, course. everyone knows respect, but I can't. And then someone will say, oh, she did so-and-so. I go, oh, yeah, that one, of course. What about so-and-so? Oh, yeah, well, of course she did that. Yeah. Oh, that oh did she do that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the other two main songs for uh, from Aretha that stick out for me are um, the duet with Annie Lennox. Sisters doing it for themselves. That is a classic mm-hmm. 80s song. That was one of my... Oh, was that her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, another one when she was in the Blues Brothers movies. The first <clears throat> one when she did the song Think. Um, I think it's just called Think. Mm. And that I've had that in my head like the last couple of days. Yeah. Because it's so good. Um, and I'm pretty sure she sang a duet with, with George Michael. Yeah. Yeah, she did. And yeah. I knew you were waiting for me. So there's that one as well. So lots of big... Big songs. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking up the Rat Pack now. Because, you know, I think it's... Oh, okay. Rat Pack also is, like, actors and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So it's... Oh God. All sorts. It's huge list. All sorts. Yeah, okay, all right. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> I just thought it was the three I mentioned. And apparently it's a lot of other people, too. Mm-hmm. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, but sadly, yes... Um, Aretha has passed, but yes. we, she will never be forgotten. So Most rest in peace, Queen of Soul. Okay, moving on. I would say to some lighter news, but the first mm. thing is just, you know, confirmation of sadness as well. But obviously, you know, not a bigger deal as someone dying. But, you know, priorities, everyone. Um, <laughs> okay, so Disney sadly confirmed this week after... Um, talks and meetings and everything. Um, James Gunn will not, this is the end of the discussion, James Gunn will not be returning to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. However... They're idiots. Yes, correct. However... (laughs) uh, However, uh, they will be using... The word is they'll be using his script, which he recently finished before the controversy happened. Um, Although they probably will have to make some kind of alterations, depending. um, But the film... Uh, they haven't said neither, either way, excuse me, um, when it's going to be filmed and released now because of this setback. I want to know what that contract looks like. Because that <laughs> yeah. very much, to ch- like, again, I know nothing of these things and I know Disney's a giant, well, a giant, and um, yep. that it'll have a lawyer, a lawyer team and all that sort of stuff. But I still want to see that contract because... There's got to be something about her, you know, well, if you fire me, bugger off, you're not getting a script. There's got to be something with that. Yeah, I mean... Or, well, if you fire me, you know, if I'm the director and the script writer, I'll, you know, uh, you pay me this much. You just want the script? Ah, you pay me extra. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's been many uh, debates and discussions amongst them and their, their legal teams about what's going to happen and... Uh, what's getting used and how much he's being compensated or paid or any of that. Um, You know, but I mean, at least his, you know, his story is still going to be in the film. And I think that's the most important part considering he has 
uh, written or co-written the previous two films, and mm. he also had a big hand in um, assisting the Russo brothers with the Guardian scenes in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously it's hard, it'd be very hard to continue on with this kind of that franchise, that aspect of the MCU without James Gunn. So yeah. I'm glad. And, and especially because Dave Bautista, who plays Drax, threatened to quit. Quit, yeah. Can so, I also just throw out there on the legal side of things, and I was thinking about this the other day, mm. um, how much of it, because yes, I know you're allowed to fire anyone at any point, but if you really think about it, he's not being fired for current... No. Wrongdoings. No, he's being... And he's not being fired for things that he's not already addressed. So really, again, in contracts, right? Yeah. Generally speaking, you have your whole things where if you mess up, if you do bad things, we can fire you without payment. Yeah. This is a breach of... Potentially a breach of contract from Disney side of things. Yeah, Again, yeah, I'm yeah. no lawyer, so I'm, this is really just spitball armchair stuff. But yeah, yeah. I sort of sit back and wonder, I wonder if he had to be paid out. Probably. Yeah. I imagine there would have been some kind of settlement. Yeah, which has got to be a decent... Because he would have been under contract. Yeah, so they would, have had, they would have had to pay out his contract. Yeah, in order. And, it, and it's Disney breach of the contract, not... Because he, That's as I why. Said, he yeah, hasn't yeah. done it recently. He hasn't done no, it whilst they're on contract. Exactly. And even if fucking apologized for it before yeah. any oh, I'm not going into it I'm again. very surprised that it, they, they doubled down on it I am a little too especially because I was here starting to hear good things coming mm. out of you know the woodwork but you know is what it is and we're just going to have to accept it mm. and I'm just trying to take solace in the fact that they're using his script so it will still whether or not the soundtrack will turn out to be similar because obviously the soundtrack of these films plays a huge role yeah. as well um, so, I don't know. Well, time will tell. I wonder if this is us seeing, and I'm not going to make some grandiose, uh, a, a, you know, a ju- um, prediction, but yes. I do wonder if this is us maybe seeing the early twinkles of a company going too far, getting too big for its breaches. Now, I'm not suggesting Disney haven't had controversy in the past. <laughs> no. But its controversy in the past has always been around... Maybe how it treated uh, lower employees, how it treated uh, uh, stories, so, you know, uh, ethnic minorities and stuff. Yes, we all know about that. But we've always heard that they've treated, you know, big stars really well and how it's always treated, you know, directors pretty well, generally speaking, etc. You know, this is the first we've seen a really big name being shat on for no reason by Disney. That, that I can recall, and I'd be love, love to know in the comments section uh, who other times this sort of thing's happened. Because, just, it's sort of like, as you said, what was his name? He's claiming to, he wants to quit? He's going to quit? Dave Batista. Dave Batista, sorry, I forgot the name. Um, you know, that, that's pretty, that's pretty big. That's yeah, pretty big for no, an actor to turn around and say, whoa, I'm walking here. Yeah, and now people are kind of saying that, because some of the things he said about Disney, like he, he's been quoted now as saying that working for Disney since this uh, m- makes him nauseous. Yeah. Um, like he's been saying a lot of negative things. So a lot of people are saying that once, you know, his fulfillment with Drax is done, then, you know, that's going to be the end it, of his yeah. time with Disney. And, and, and it sounds like he'll be okay with How that. is this going to make actors directors, writers, etc. in the future 
react to Disney? Are they going to turn around and say, well, no, I'm not going to work for you because I've said stuff in the past or, you know, I've, I'm human. I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I, think I don't want you digging up my dirty laundry. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, or how, you know, because it, it's just the problem is someone's, someone dug it up and then it's like nothing, I think, if anything, I hope this makes people realise what you're putting out into the digital world is permanent. For yeah. like, really, even if, like, you know, even if you've deleted it, people screenshot stuff, people hang on to shit, people can uh, find it's, stuff. A uh, Wayback Machine is a very easy way to find yeah. <laughs> old tweets. Yeah, so, yeah, you just got to be mindful now, especially, you know, in the current, you know, climate of 2018, you really have to be careful what you say, because mm-hmm. um, it will bite you in the ass. But obviously, you know, when he said these original remarks in 2007, 2008, around that time, wasn't a didn't you know he shouldn't have done it a b he regrets doing it and c has a you know is a better person now than what he was mm. then and he's realized that and he's improved himself and he you know uh but yeah i mean you know and a lot of people were like you know talking about robert danny jr as well in this considering his past yeah before he was iron man yeah that's it so it's like, well, when is the other shoe going to drop for that? Does that mean people will touch RDJ, you know, mm. who seems so untouchable? Kevin Spacey seems so untouchable. And now... And yeah, yeah, look at him. Not that that's the similar... But you know what I mean. Like, just, you know... It's just very no, unfortunate. I know, I know exactly what you're saying. So, and, and, it, and it's going to be like people are just going to be walking on eggshells. Yeah. Especially with it, Disney. We're in an era now where context doesn't matter. Now, yeah. I'm not going to... In certain, in certain his, circumstances, yes. In plenty of circumstances, context doesn't matter. I'm not going to say James Gunn's comments were in great taste. No, they were in poor taste. They were in poor taste, but they were also in context. There was a certain context to them. There was a certain time frame attached to them. Yeah. And it's this whole... We're just seeing more and more now context isn't mattering... On either the left or the right. Um, Mm. And we're going to get to a point where, you know what, I actually, to get slightly quickly political, I do think we are going to end up the whole thought crime crap. Mm. You know, you're not going to be able to have a thought. Mm. You're not going to be able to turn around and say what you believe without it offending someone, without it hurting someone without it causing enough controversy to have your life ruined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't even think it's going to be a full, you know, or governments are going to stop you. Back of that, we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? The court of public opinion is very quickly... It is. Um, ...ruining stuff. Anyway, Correct. that's that. Anyway, that's unfortunately end of... End of discussion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've said all we really can say about that, but it's it sucks, but, you know, hopefully... As long as the movie turns out fine, then it'll be okay. Yes, yes. That's all we care about. Okay, speaking of Marvel too, keeping it in the same vein, which I love to do. Um, confirmation of when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will return to our screens. Now, I've previously said on the podcast it was going to be next year um, after Avengers 4 um, in terms of the timeline because it is set in that timeline. Um, but it's just been confirmed it's going to be next July 2019, so 11 months from now, um, which will be around the same time that the Spider-Man sequel comes out, Far From Home, next year. So, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to see what they're going to do and how much, considering 
not very much tie, really tied into Infinity War in at the end of their fifth season because the, the last couple episodes were taking place the same time as those events were happening. Um, but they didn't really go into it. Um, which is fine because, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. is its own entity. But. I was about to say, what's what's happening with S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because I don't watch the actual show. Yep. And I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. And they made some reference to S.H.I.E.L.D. being kaput. Or, or, or not as good as it was. or Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because, well, they're talking about the organisation itself. Mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. So, um, in Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yep. Um... Shield was revealed to have been infiltrated by, Hy- by Hydra, by yeah. Hydra the entire time. Uh, well, not the entire time, but for the last, you know, post, you know, Captain yeah, for a long time. Yeah, post World War Two kind of yeah. era. Um, yeah. So, but you know, up until this is only still, you know, Ammon and the Wasp is only still a handful of years after this revelation. So, and these people all worked for Shield um, at the time and. You know, it was still good and stuff, but and then now, but the show Agents of Shield is more just kind of really has just focused on um, Agent Coulson, oh, okay, um, and his team, yeah. Um, as they, you know, the first season was really started off; it was very episodic, and it would sort of tie into the films a little, but not really. And they would have their own kind of, and then when the the collapse of Shield happened, because they were going to be directly involved with it. Because they were, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents mm. uh, that, you know, that pretty much upended the show and turned it into a brilliant sci-fi thriller ah. drama show that's just been non-stop action oh, cool. for, like, the last four or five seasons. Like, it's inc- nice. it's I, I, I always recommend it to people because it's, yep. it's one of the best shows that not a lot of people are watching. And it's <laughs> very upsetting. But, you know, but they're going to be coming back next year and... Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Just yeah, watch Marvel it. have got enough money to let it run at a loss for the next two billion years. Well, yeah, it depends. <laughs> depends. It depends what a- it's airing on ABC, which is the Disney-owned network in the US. So it's really, really up to them. But um, yeah, season six will be on screens next July. Sweet. Can't wait. Okay. Next. Next. More TV news. Keeping it TV, but switching <laughs> switching to different set of comics. <coughs> Uh, Watchmen, we've talked about the upcoming Watchmen TV show that's going to be on HBO before, but now we've got a little bit more information this time, which is nice, um, as well as they've been given a complete first season order, like straight series. Um, so none of this will they or won't they business, which is nice. Um, so a lot of fans of the show uh, and the comics, obviously, are very, very happy about it. Nice. Um, it will be airing next year on HBO, 2019. Uh, and they listed all of the cast. They didn't really list who's playing who exactly yet. But these are the... And um, we've mentioned some of these names on the podcast before because we've been updating this story as it's been going on. But the names include some big hitters like Jeremy Irons... Which is really good. Don Don Johnson, Regina King, Tim Blake Nelson, Louis Gossett Jr., Yaya Abdul Mateen II, Adelaide Clemens, Andrew Howard, Tom Myson, Francis Fisher, Adeline Spoon, Jacob Ming, Trent, Sarah Vickers, Dylan Shombing, and Lily Rose Smith. So Only a handful of those names are familiar. Yeah, yeah. I know I know about <laughs> half of them myself. But um yeah, so those are 
that's the cast and the show yeah will debut next year so fans of the Watchmen comics are going to be very very excited nice especially because it's being run by Damon Lindelof who gave or helped give us Lost ah, um, yeah. and obviously Lost has a pretty big cult following and, yeah, and was very successful and I think something like that might be helped by the aesthetics of Lost as it were yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Watchmen is definitely uh, kind of in that mysterious, yeah, yeah. freaky, weird kind of vein. That, yeah. that could work well. Especially on HBO. Yes, yes. Mm. HBO! Oh. HBO! Okay. Um, next up, we've got some Disney news. Why do we need this? I don't know, but they're going to keep doing it to every single film they have in the mm. world. I didn't even know this was happening, but it is. I don't want this. Um, live action Lady and the Tramp, everyone. So dumb. Um, <laughs> what? I'll let you do your thing. Yes, let I? me say yeah. and then you can go. Okay, so um, it's in the works. We'll be um, uh, debuting on the forthcoming Disney streaming service, so it's not even getting a cinematic release. So I think they're going to be just pumping out these ones, some of these are smaller ones maybe for, or then again, considering, I mean, Netflix gets some pretty big things, so mm. that are, you know, original content as well, uh, you know, for their own thing. Um, Netflix originals, if you will. Um, but yes, the cool, cool casting though for this, um, uh, Tessa Thompson is going to be voicing Lady. Um, people will know Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie mm-hmm. from Thor Ragnarok. Um, Justin Thoreau is going to be voicing the Tramp. He's been in a ton of stuff. Is he the documentary guy? No, that's Louis Thoreau. Ah, okay. I was about to say, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Difference. No, Justin Thoreau, um, was, I can't remember if it's still a thing, not that this even matters at all, mm. but was engaged to Jennifer Aniston at one point. They were, yep. They were together <laughs> for a while. That's, that's how I really know him. No, fair enough. Um... Yeah, let's see. Holland Drive, American Psycho, Charlie's Angels, uh, Girl yeah. on the Train, um, The Spy Who Dumped Me, who's in cinema, yeah. which is in uh-huh. cinemas right now. Yeah. Um, and TV wise, um, he was the lead in The Leftovers. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I think I, I think I've got him now. Yeah, yeah. So that's alright. Yeah, this uh, show show Phil a photo of him. Ah, yeah, I know him. He was also the DJ in Zoolander. Yeah. The one that played. Uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood, you know, yeah. relax all the time. That guy. But yeah, so he's going to be voicing Tramp. And then we also have um, Thomas Mann, who was in Kong Skull Island. Um, he's going to be playing Jim Deere, which is Lady's uh, human owner. So he'll be, as himself, live action, because it's a live action film. Um, and Kirstie Clemens is going to be playing his wife, Darling. So that's the cast for that. Phil, what are your thoughts? Mm, okay, I'm slightly torn only because I keep making this huge thing about, you know, oh, it's not for us, so why should we complain? You know, stop complaining, it's not for us. It's, yeah, for, it's not for killing our childhood, it's not. No, no, no. Blah, blah, blah. no, no. Um, like, the, the argument there I make is, you know, bananas and pajamas, it's now animated. We go, oh, but it's because kids like the animated stuff better than they like the live action stuff. Um, they get scared of the ca- uh, costumed bananas. Plus, um, animation is a lot cheaper than live action. So, for the ABC, which has lost a lot of funding, yes, cheaper to make uh, animated uh, bananas and pajamas than yes. it is to make whatever. And I say it's not for us. It's not killing our uh, memories of our old stuff. 
it's all good. But then on the other side, why the hell do we need this? Yeah, we don't need it. Why do we need it? Why do we want it? It's not... But, just can I cut back for a second? Yeah. Interesting, though, you would say, like, anime is cheaper. Like, this is a live-action film, mm. not animated. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about things for bananas and pajamas, just that scenario. Right. I know a lot of people uh, complain that it's now this 3D animation. Are you just saying, like, in terms of childhood ruining? Yeah, that's it. That's okay, what I mean fair in general. I'm because, like, this film general. would be very expensive because yeah, it's combining this, CGI and live action. This film goes against all of that, as you've just pointed out, which yeah. is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's live action, It's which is going to look dumb with dogs. I'm sorry. You know, they're not making it humans. It's... Dogs, surely. Well, they're going to be like, yeah, no. Well, oh, are they doing it with humans now? In which case, no, that's even no, worse. That's no, just... they're not. No, they're going to. It's going to be like jungle. It's, ju- jung- it's going to be like <laughs> it's going to be like Jungle Book. You know, CGI animals. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Why do we? Yeah. Why do you want? I don't know. I don't know. Well, like, I, I, I get doing it in one way only, and that is. They're now making just the collection of all the old stuff. Oh, they're going to do if everything. But if you're going to do that, Disney, you have to do everything. I want to see redone of Snow White. I want to see yeah. a redone I'm of Cinderella. They haven't, they haven't touched. Do, they have done Cinderella already. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Uh, They've uh, done, well, they sort of did that. Yeah, um, and what's that? Uh, Little Mermaid. But Little like, Mermaid, word Pinocchio. for word, like they've done... Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, like they did Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Word for word, shot for shot. It's just a live action. I get we don't need it, but if they're throwing around FU money, then do it. Yeah. I want I want a full collection. I don't want this half hour. This well, literally the only the only reason these films are getting uh, made is money. Is money. That's it. That's the it. only case of it, the only case of it that I will support and I love is the Malice, Maleficent situation. The fact that they redid the story for Sleeping Beauty. They didn't straight up remake Sleeping Beauty, but yeah. they made it. A, they made her the main character. Yeah, and, and I think that's great. Yeah, fantastic. That's different. That's a re uh, a redesign of yeah. the classic story. Yeah. That's a looking at a different point of view. I mean, shit, if we had a entire, you know, uh, from the villain's point of view series... Would love. It'd be amazing. I mean, there'd be a couple that you'd sort of sit back and go, um, I mean, let's let's be honest, uh, later than Tramp, what's that? Uh, uh, pound? The, I the guy with the net? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's like a Dog guy from the Pound. Yeah, dog catcher. Mm. What's the Aristocrats? The the Aristocats. Yeah, the Aristocats. I don't. I don't remember. That's the um the butler. <laughs> the, butler. the butler. The butler's a bad guy. Oh, cool. I don't no, know. no one wants to see that. But no. Give me <laughs> Ursula. Give me. Oh yeah. Oh. You know, is, is that I would love fun? an Ursula movie. Oh, that'd be awesome. Instead of a Little Mermaid. Yeah. So like a yeah. live action where it's as you say it, it, it's a reimagining a re. Shuffle of an old classic. Yeah, reimagining. That's, great. That's cool. Different perspective, diff- slightly different story. But shot for shot, I mean, even Beauty and the Beast, as beautiful it was, I would have to go out and say that is maybe the only one as a one-off because you were like, oh, we can do it as a musical and we can make it look beautiful and we can, you know, all this stuff. That's cool as a one-off. We don't need the rest of them like that. No. Um, Nobody's asking for kids the, aren't sitting On the plus side, though, I do also think the Milan live action is important, too. But I'm annoyed that it's not going to be musical. But anyway, too much. 
Don't I think if they're going to go out on that limb, there's plenty of other uh, ch uh, Chinese, China, ch is it China-centric? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China-centric. <laughs> uh, no, is that the word? Um, I don't... Oh, yeah, I think sorry. It's, I think it's China-centric. Okay. Uh, um, sure. Mo uh, stories that could be told. I'm sure there is. You know, there's so many more, including ones that include badass women. Mm. China was good with badass women. Mm -hmm. They're sort of the, the Vikings of, the <laughs> of their era. You know, they were very good with badass women. Yeah. So... Again, okay, I get it, Milan, you've got Milan, it's there, it's got an audience, I've got it. just another story, get another one. Yes, original content. Original content. Okay, so. Yeah. Next, talk about controversy. Well, here's, <laughs> yes, A, controversy, B, also original content, um, sort of. So, there's a movie that's being made at the moment, The Rock is starring in, called Jungle Cruise, and it is similar to the um how pirates of the caribbean was made into a film yeah. jungle cruise is a ride um mm. at the disney parks um you know with this you know you're on a ride that goes through a jungle and there's like this supernatural stuff so it really just kind of sounds like it's jumanji but yeah it does actually yeah the little scene of it yeah. looks like jumanji but uh during the week um there's been a bit of like a fuffle um, regarding uh, comedian Jack Whitehall's addition to the cast. Um, the rumour, or at least it seems pretty accurate anyway, um, confirmation, he's going to be playing... I don't know why they're saying it's the first one, but it must be because it's like... Because everyone was making a big deal over LeFou and Beauty and the Beast being gay, right? Saying he's the mm. first one. But now they're saying this is the first one. So Jack Whitehall's character is going to be an openly gay man. And the everyone, the headlines are all reading first openly gay character in a Disney film. And everybody is cracking the shits. Um, I'm so sick of this bullshit. Um, but basically people are just, you know, a lot of people are saying, why is a straight white man playing a gay man? And I'm just like, and you know what? I love Stephen Fry so much. Oh, go on. Because Stephen Fry came to uh, Jack's he's, he's defense. He's one of my heroes. Oh, you're going to love this. Oh. Okay, Stephen Fry tweeted in response to this controversy. I share your shame, Jack Whitehall. I played a straight man more than once. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> I played a straight man more than once. A father, even. <laughs> I should have been sent for training, correction, and adjustment years ago. Oh, Bless you, Stephen Fry. That is amazing. Bless you, Stephen Fry. And, and, and this is it. This is... The and then, and then, yeah, so I want to just go cut on, you off. Sorry, just, go on. But then, like, I just want to read a couple of other tweets that were in this article that SBS shared, because yep. it's uh, fantastic. Um, West Streeting MP says, um, Shock as actors asked to play someone different from themselves. Isn't that kind of the point? Wouldn't always casting gay actors and gay roles be condemned for typecasting? Uh, Andrew Hayden Smith tweeted I don't care if Jack Whitehall is playing a gay character just like I didn't care that Heath Ledger or Robin Williams played gay characters they gave great performances if he does a good job then fair play to him it's acting after all yes to at Disney though about time so for a gay character what I would suggest with that last tweet specifically mm -hmm. is a lot of people's problems so a lot of people's problems, I think, stem from the fact that Jack Whitehall in world-renowned is not well-known. No, 
he's not a hugely famous person. Uh, 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 Robin Williams and... Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Um, both very well known, so people are happy to turn that blind eye. This is this is the... But now it's becoming... If Heath Ledger and Robin Williams were both still with us and had been, for example, cast in, you know, in roles of playing gay or trans, yeah. I think in today's climate they would get ridiculed for it. I doubt it. I honestly... No, I think they would. Scarlett Johansson just got ridiculed and she walked away from that part, remember? Like a mm, month ago. Mm. Um, but then, at the same time, some people could even go... Is that because she's a woman, though? Because mm. some people are No, that's sexist. very true. I would also suggest the trans side of things is different again. because Trans is a lot different, yeah. Well, and, and I'm, I'm stepping into territory that obviously I'm not an expert in, but my understanding is, if it's a... There are... A, a, gay people can still play straight roles, as Stephen Fry just said. My understanding is historically it's been tougher for the trans community to get any roles regardless. Oh yeah, no it has and um, it shouldn't be tough for them It shouldn't at all. be tough. Uh, again, I've probably made a big snafu just saying that but I apologise if I did but my point is that end of the day it's acting. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick and tired. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't put you should put someone up for the role that's good for the role. Yeah. You know? I'm totally fine with whoever is best for the role. Um, I can see one... Okay, one example. I can see um, why, you know, trans casting is, you know, is, you know, questionable. Um, and I think, you know, and bec- mostly because trans actors, as you said, don't mm. get the these roles opportunities regardless. and roles anyway. They and you know, and when they do play, they're always playing the trans person anyway. Um, but um, you know, talking of like being gay, like the amount of straight actors and actresses that have played gay and lesbian characters is endless. Mm. Like, like why all of a sudden? Is now someone? Why are people arcing up now over this? You know, this this up and coming mm. actor, mm. really? And is it because it's Disney? Is it because like what is the what is what is the big fucking deal? Like I do wonder. I don't, it really frustrates me. I do wonder. As a, so as a queer human being myself, it frustrates me. I would suggest again. I'm just trying to look at the devil's advocate here. Okay. So, to first and foremost, the whole um, first openly gay character, you were saying, yeah, but what about um, LeFou? LeFou, yeah. From memory, he was an insinuated gay character. Yeah. Like, everyone sort of, it was sort of like the... the, um, But... After the fact, people, oh, yeah, you know, he's gay. You, you see it? He's gay. He's gay. It was a retroactive thing. Mm. And then, but in the Beauty and the Beast movie, there was a scene with him, of him and a guy. Like, they weren't making out or anything. But it was it was heavily implied that they, yeah. were, they were crushing on each other. Yeah, still, the, the point still stands. Okay. Heavily implied. And this is just why I, I'm, I'm, for Disney, it's that degrees of. 
Yeah. Where we, as moviegoers, are happy to turn around and say, yes, they're gay. Yeah. There's the difference between that and having a character walk on, uh, on camera. And again, I don't know how they'll do it, but walk on camera, look down the barrel of the camera and say, I'm gay. Mm. Now, okay, not that entirely, but you know what I mean? Actually say within the context of the show, I'm gay. For yeah. whatever reason. There's the difference Three words. that I think will be. I am gay. That's the last it. time, Homer, I'm not putting it in. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, yeah. Simpsons. Well, Simpsons. Wayne right. will appreciate it. Wayne will definitely appreciate it. I don't know why I'm doing him a favor, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but no, I think that's the difference. So that will, yeah. we will see that yeah, that will yeah. be the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which brings me to the point that maybe this is why people for this specifically are annoyed that say it was Disney's second openly gay character mm. people wouldn't be so frustrated but because it's first they're like let's make it historical let's make it a gay guy so playing he must gay. be yeah so he must this kind of character if, 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 this because is what they're talking the he must yeah he must be like you know with his partner in this jungle cruise possibly mm. like and you know and then like just not be such a heavy implied thing, just be like a more of a visible thing. Yeah, I'm assuming that's but what's going to happen, know. that it's going to be, instead of it being implied, it's going to be... No, same. I'm just tired same. of having this argument on this podcast about this. People are also... Uh, you know, you say, why now? Well, it's tough. because why not? Again, I'm devil advocating here. My no, sense I, is I acting is acting. But if you're going to say, well, why now? The answer, I think, is why not now? I mean, that you could technically say, oh, well, why, are, why, why the Me Too movement now? Why are we, uh, you know, why are women arcing up now? We've always had... Why now? Because it's time. Why now? Because the right time has come to the right place, has come to the right people. Yeah, it should have happened earlier, but it didn't. That's what I think people are saying now. Why now? Because we now know better, because we have moved on because we're at a point where it's right to do. Again, I don't particularly agree in terms of the, 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 the Disney, this Disney thing. Mm. I think that Jack Whitehall did an amazing job. Yeah, he's funny. I've, you know, I've seen him on TV before. He's I've funny. not had anyone give me a good enough reason for, um, for, you know, actors not acting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, because it's, it's just kind of, it's such a catch-22, because yeah. at the same time you have that, but then it's like, well, you know, the amount of actors and actresses that have also, you know, like every time they step out onto a stage or step go step in front of a camera, they are portraying someone that isn't themselves, mm. they are telling a story as if mm. it's their own truth, mm. and it's not. They have to convince an audience that this is part of the magic and the artistry that, it, is, that is acting. And I think the biggest part that MP guy said, as he said, yeah. typecast. Yeah. I'm sorry, if you're really going to not be a hypocrite and play by those rules, like, then gay men, women, we are hopefully have to only play those roles and all of a sudden they'll get... Fuck well, yeah, like, hopefully, oh. oh yeah, and hopefully, with however they decide to characterize this character, character, for lack of a better phrasing, mm. um, he's not your flamboyant stereotypical. I will admit, I worry about that because it's Disney. Not just Disney, but it's also Jack Whitehall. He's famous for he's, his flamboyant. He's, he's yeah, that's true. He's very funny, <laughs> very very funny. I've yeah, I've seen him on. I think 
Big Fat Quiz of the Year, I think. Yeah, it was Big on. Fat Quiz of the Year. Yeah. I've seen him on Mock of the Week, um, QI. Yeah. Um, it's very funny. It's very funny. But yeah. I, I stand know. by Stephen Fry. If Stephen Fry is fine with it. Oh, I was going to say, if Stephen Fry. Yeah. I agree. I that's agree. my final thoughts. Yeah. Done. Mic drop, but let's not actually <laughs> drop the mic because we need to keep going. Okay. All right. We have one more little bit of news I wanted to mention before we move on. Um, I still haven't gotten around to watching the show, so, you know, a pox on me. But um, Castle Rock is uh, getting a season two, which is super exciting. This is the Stephen King world TV show um, that is getting rave reviews at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's in the, in the middle of its first season run. Um <laughs> And I can't wait to figure out somehow how to watch it. I don't know if it's going <laughs> to pop up on what here in Australia, where where it's airing here in Australia. I need to look into it. Because I really want to watch it because it looks amazing. But yeah, they're getting a season two. So that's super exciting. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I would, at this point, I'd be like, what do we discuss? But we've already done we've that. We've already done that. So all good. that's we, all the we news. We, yes, that's all the news. Some good discussion. Bye bye news, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Alright. Yes. Trailer park time. Phil, which trailer do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about what men want. Oh. And then we'll talk about the trailers. Uh, <laughs> get out. <coughs> <laughs> okay, what men, what men want? Okay, yes, it's exactly what you think it is. But but if you're judging by the title, um, yes. it is pretty much a gender swapped version of the Mel Gibson Helen Hunt film, with you know tweaks to the story, different yes. story kind of going on. Um, with Taraji P Henson, oh, love that woman, um, in the lead role, um, and um, oh gosh, what's his name? Yeah, him. Ah, the, Tracy Morgan's in it too. <laughs> I nearly blanked on his name. Um, yeah, um, this looks very funny. Um, this looks potentially like it could go either way, good or bad, sexist, non-sexist, empowering, stupid and corny. Like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of opportunity here there's for a some... lot to be played Yeah, with. but um, I'm, you know, I, I'm more excited than I'm not. Yes, yeah, I think I think it's got a lot of good more. It's got more things working for it than not. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you're exactly right. I was, I was airing my concerns before this yes, yes. show, and you look. Uh, it, it's got so much that it could be, because as you rightly say, it could easily be this empowering thing. Maybe it's something. Because because here's the thing. End of what women want, and the whole point of what women want was really this guy trying to ruin his co-worker's career, and it was a rom-com. So he used his power to try to ruin his co-worker's career and sleep with women. Yeah. Really in the basics. Here, she's obviously, from the trailer, she's going to try to get ahead in her career. Yes. I'm going to assume she's going to... Maybe try to use it to sleep with people as well. Maybe, uh, but I, I didn't get that entirely. You don't get that vibe from the trailer, to be fair. You are no. right. Yeah, um, this is a purely an assumption of how these sort of movies work. tend to yes. work. Yes. Uh, but 
at the end of what women want, as as ugh, shit as the end moral was, remembering all these things have a some sort of moral. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it very loosely was. He realised he can't be. He should be a dick to women, um, and, and how to be a better man and all that sort of crap. Yeah. And and take on a little bit of femininity to be, you know, a better person. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Really of loosely. Yeah. That and also I can sleep with the person I want to sleep with if I just torture her enough. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. If you take that same role, what's it trying to, to say? Oh well, if you uh, uh, be a bit more manly and you uh, understand that men have, you know, it's it's bad. It's a bad message. Yeah, so it's yeah. either that or maybe it just shits on men and it's like she ends up uh, beating those conniving men. Yeah, because, yeah. Which again is a bit of a well. Well, off. I don't know because <laughs> I think I think it's okay. Like we talk so much about the 2018 kind of climate mm. and for these kinds of issues, um, but I think in terms of this movie and in terms of what the trailer seems to be putting out is the fact that. Um, Taraji's character is this woman who's, you know, clearly competent, capable, mm, independent, mm. Um, you know, good at her job from, you know, and, and she keeps getting shat on by, and the she keeps getting shat on by, yeah. yes, she can't break the glass ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's surrounded by men who are overlooking her or mistreating her or just not considering her. So I feel like instead of this film, this film isn't going to really sh- rip on men. It's just more going to be focused Focusing on empowering women. Yeah. I'd like to see it as well, as I said this to you before, yeah. maybe touch on, you know, that, yeah, we've got this toxic stereotype of men, that men are meant to be masculine and manly and yep. all this, and really most of us just want to sit down with a fucking good book or... Yeah, yeah, because you know, well, there's a scene where one of them was talking about... Missing out on the Real Housewives yeah, or something. Real Housewives. <laughs> but a lot of us do. A lot of us just want to sit down and watch trashy TV. We just stick on yeah. the sport because that's what we're told to like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, you know, this, like we said, good potential film. Mm. Could go either way. Hoping it goes well. Um, so we don't have an Australian release date for what men want. We never do. We never do <laughs> for these movies. It's... Absolutely terrible. Um, anyway, but the, it's going to be released in the US, uh, what, next year? Yep. In January, uh, on the 11th of Jan, for our United States listeners. Um, and for our UK listeners, we have the 25th of January as your date. So Australia's probably around that time. Yeah. Probably Australia Day. Australia Day. Australia Day. Yeah, for us. That would be 26th. smart. Sure. <laughs> Why not? It's a day. It's a public holiday. Good time yes. for people to go to the movies. Um, okay, next trailer. Yes, this one we're not happy with. No, not really. This one is called Next Gen. Next Gen. Um, colon Big Hero 6. Yes. <laughs> it's Big Hero 6, it guys. It is Big Hero 6. Uh, Netflix have... With a female protagonist. That's, yeah. that's the only change. Yeah. And Pretty less, much. Less, less... With, like, elements of Wally thrown yeah. in. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I'm... Is it a series or a... No, it's a movie. It's a Netflix, it's a Netflix original film. Do you know if it was a series? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, well, it looks to be a film. Yeah, anyway, I'm fairly that's certain. Shocking. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know. I mean, the animation looks pretty good. Um, but in terms of... I mean, the story kind of might, might be nice. Like, this kind of, you know, um, jaded... T- 
teenager, doesn't really seem to be up with the latest technology, doesn't really like it, her mum's obsessed with it. But then she stumbles upon this next gen, mm. um, which turns out to be very much a, um, uh, a Baymax type character who's kind Can't of... Can't be friends? Yeah, who's <laughs> kind of, um, yeah, somehow going to save the world at some point. Yeah. So, yeah... Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's definitely not for us. Um, I love Big Hero 6, though. That's for Same. me. But that's because it's superheroes as well. But even yeah. after saying that, Big Hero 6 came out only a few years back, right? Yeah, it was like 2013. Something like that. Yeah. So, I don't think there's been enough of a gap... To be able to turn around and say, oh, well, this is for a younger generation. No. No, not it's that. It's the same bloody generation as but it's, Big 06, and it's the exact no, same storyline. it is. Story it oh, is. No, can't it, say that yet. <laughs> it's the same generation, but it's like, you know, it depends on whether or not the, it's going to be one of those, like we say, the Disney f- films often are catered to adults as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, whether yeah. or not it's going to be one of those. Yeah, uh, it's just, I think it's just, you're right though. It's, it's going to be interesting to see in today what the story ends up. Yeah. Um, but at this point, it's not enough for me to want to be, oh, I'll, I'll watch that. It's on Netflix and I only pay for, already pay for it. So, yeah, so it's uh, not I'll like... at least be able to turn around and go, oh, watch the first 10 minutes and go, yeah, Big Hero 6, bugger off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can make your decision there and then and there, you know, you're not spending 20 bucks on a cinema ticket. Um, but that you comes know, out. it comes out on Netflix pretty soon. Um, 7th of September, it will drop. So Yay. get excited if you're interested. I mean, you know, <laughs> we can't recommend it after watching the trailer, but no, after not really. that, not really, but we'll wait and see. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look awful. It just looks like something that's kind of been done before. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of something that's been done before. Ah, except this is done a lot better. Yay! (laughs) Okay, Widows is the movie we're talking about. Now, this looks amazing and badass. It does. And fabulous and just intense as fuck as well. Oh, yeah. Um... So basically, Liam Neeson's in this too, and he <laughs> he's he gets killed. He's been taken. He's been, <gasps> yeah, he's his, li- taken, his life yeah, his has life been, been taken. taken. Yeah, <laughs> he's is the ultimate taken. Ultimate take. Yeah, this is this is the fourth taken. Liam movie, guys. Nielsen versus death. Did you say Nielsen? Uh, Liam Neeson. Neeson. That's what I said. Yeah, f- that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I said Nielsen. Shut your face. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, oh, why do you hurt me so? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay, so, um, basically, this movie, I'm going to read out the IMDb description because I feel like that might be better. Yep. Um, okay, uh, yeah, set in contemporary Chicago. Amid- set in contemporary Chicago. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> Amidst a time of turmoil, four women with nothing in common except a debt left behind by their dead husband's criminal activities take fate into their own hands and conspire to forge a future on their own terms. Um, Tensions build when Veronica, played by Viola Davis, amazing woman. Alice, played by Elizabeth Debicki, amazing Australian woman. Um, Linda, played by Michelle Rodriguez, and Belle, played by Cynthia Erivo, take fate into her hands, and they can blah, 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 yeah. So, 
and this, it was the same description except with more information. But yeah, Liam Neeson is Viola Davis's husband in this one, and, sh and he gets killed. Um, and then yeah, all these women kind of band together, and they've got pretty much they've kind of inherited their dead husband's issues, criminal issues, and um, instead of you know standing there and getting killed themselves, they're going to do yeah. something about it, and and you know get you know get involved in yeah. the, the, the criminal world basically. Um, but it's it's based on a TV show from the 1980s, a British show by the same name. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, Linda Laplante. People have heard of Linda Laplante. Um, Prime Suspect is a big one with Helen Mirren. Um, Trial and Retribution. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of you know crime. Uh, writing yep. um, and TV work and film work. So, um, yeah. So, Widows, yeah, ran in 1983 and now it's, yeah, been made, turned into a modern day film. Um, nice. Gillian Flynn, author of Gone Girl, um, wrote the screenplay um, with the director as well, Steve McQueen. Um, nah. Not Steve McQueen, nah. the legendary actor who is not actually with us anymore, which is sad. Um, <laughs> Um, no, Steve McQueen uh, is director of 12 Years a Slave, yeah, yeah, yeah. most notably. Um, Why well, so yeah, 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 you're talking to the audience, not me, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I blanked out for a second. That's I'm like, yeah, 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 I know good, that. Good job. <laughs> good job, Phil. Yeah. Good job. So much. You're well done. Um, anyway, but yeah, so um, uh, yeah, we're in for this one, I think. Yeah, we're, I think we're, so. It looks, it. it looks really, really good. Looks good. Phil, do you have anything you want to add about it? No, nothing really to add. It, yeah, it just looked good. It just... Love the premise. Love the um, look of it. I'm usually not a huge thriller, no. action thriller or whatever you call it fan, but yeah. this one hooked. Yes, plus thing. you said an interesting thing about what this film is. Did I? About, about how um, it's kind of what happens after. Oh, yeah, that's it. You don't tend to see what happens after the fact. and So it's like if, if the movie was Liam Neeson's heist and he gets killed at the end, that would be the end of the story. Yeah. But this is the aftermath of that. Yeah, that's it. You don't yeah. usually see that. No. It's interesting. It we, it's always just assumed that the families like of these the, bad guys yeah. either sort of fade into obscurity or get killed. And yeah. So it's nice to sort of see the, you know, or the, back. or you know, there's the Austin Powers take on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I fucking love that. It's so good. So good. Um, but yeah, check out the trailer if you're interested. It's, it looks awesome. Um, so we don't have an Australian release date yet, unfortunately, but it's coming out uh, in November, both in the UK and the US. The 16th for the US and the 6th. For the UK. Yay. Yay. Cool. That was our trailer park That's where we reviewed the trailers. Yep. Done. Yep. Done. Done. Lock it down. So, super quickly. Yes. I am going to throw in an unexpected <gasps> quick review. Oh, cool. Yeah. Unexpected. Unexpected quick Great. review. Lovely. Uh, Is it the Spanish Inquisition? Yes. I'm reviewing the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Three out of five stars. Not my freak room. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> too many deaths. Too many deaths. The food was good, but the service was lousy. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, um, go, go, go. So, this is for the Black Klansman. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not as good as Kendall on the whole 
behind the scenes and who did what and who acted and who performed. So I'm oh, just, I can read shit out to you if you want. Uh, that'd be great. So I'll start off with because, what I thought of it. Yeah, go, go, go. And Kendall can look up the back stuff. I so, will. The basic story is a... Um, the, I think it's Chicago's first um, black officer. Yeah. Officer. Yeah. Could be wrong on the uh, town, but... Um, first, you are, but that's all right. That's right. Where is it? Um, in Colorado, which Colorado, is, which is yeah. a state. So, yeah. C, C, yeah, Chicago, yeah. Colorado. Um, uh, first black officer. Yeah. Police officer. And he really just wants to sink his teeth into a good investigation. Mm. And he does so by uh, essentially cold calling the KKK. Yeah, which you see in the trailer. Which you see in the trailer. Um, he makes himself sound like a white man. That's it. Um, yeah, so he makes himself sound like this white man. Um, and yeah, the whole thing's based on a true story. Yeah. Um, he and his team infiltrate the KKK. Yep. Um, get some valuable information. Um, you know, uh, without going too far into spoilers... Um, uh, stops a, you know, a, a plot, mm. and really the the crux of the movie though. Would you say the clux of the movie? Oh yes. Um, is, <laughs> Sorry. There's That's so terrible. it's it's who's the the, the director again? Um, uh, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. That's him. I keep going to say Spike Jones. Um, yeah. <laughs> wrong guy. Wrong. Um, Spike Lee in his. In his style, mm. um, does the whole entertainment whilst teaching. Yeah. And he does this so well because I would almost say that this is less of a, oh, I'm just showing you something from the past, and more of a, hey, this shit's still happening. You yeah. you see, uh, 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 there is a, there, one of the characters is David Duke. The, yeah, the, yeah. Leader the leader of the, of the Ku Klux K- Klan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has lines that are lines that Donald Trump uses today. Yeah. There are... The, the, the whole thing is just super smartly done to say, hey, it, it's almost that this is where we came from. Mm, and this is why we are. Yeah, yeah. This is why we have these problems now. This isn't just a new thing. This no. has been going on for years. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, almost like this is where it started. There's there's yeah. references to um, the Birth of a Nation movie. Um, oh, God. And they actually show excerpts of it. It's really Ooh. hard to watch. Oh, God. Um, but, again, he does it in only... The only way Spike Lee could do it in a way that makes it hard to watch, but you can't look away. Yeah. Well, he's such a great oh, filmmaker. He's so good. He's so yeah. good. Um, but definitely... Um, one of the smartest things he does is makes you, he makes you feel good and then he makes you feel bad. Yeah. I would say for the movie itself and when you see it, you'll understand, but for the actual movie itself, Mm -hmm. he teaches you this stuff throughout it, but he leaves you feeling good. And then he has a last little message at the end, which makes you feel horrible. But I feel horrible in a way that makes you go, especially if you're American, fuck it, I'm doing something about this. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of, 
we can't let that continue. No, we can't. Sort of thing. So I think it's a... Mm, go see it. Uh, 10 yeah. out of 10. Amazing. Straight up 10 That's out of so 10. That's so good. Yes. Um, I know my review's been all over the place there, but... No, I no, it's too much fine. spoilers, but... No, 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 it's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like to point out the, yes. ca- the cast of this film. Yes, thank you. Um, so Topher Grace played David Duke. Um, Topher Grace from that seventy show. It was of so funny to see that. Yeah, he's a good. He's a really underrated actor. Oh yeah. Um, Laura Harrier was uh, Patrice. Yep. Um, she was in Spider Man Homecoming last mm-hmm. year. Um, Adam Driver, mm-hmm, Kylo mm-hmm. Ren himself was in it. Oh, he does an amazing job yeah. at, in his role. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, the only thing I've ever seen him do is Kylo Ren. Yeah, so no, I'm, no, I'm excited is, to watch him in. Some this movie. is very powerful. Yeah. Um, I, I will say you. Um, this is slight spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, you do get the feeling in the trailer that it's sort of going to be the the police forces against this ma- this black black uh, whatever. I do want to say anyone that's sort of sitting there going, "Oh God, another one of these movies," it doesn't do that. Not not to the point that you have cool. to worry about it. It's good. I know a lot of I've seen a few uh, before it came out reviews of people cracking it about. Oh no, not another uh... one of these movies. But it's, it's not, not like that it's at all. Not, it's okay, good, 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 good. Good, buddy, good, good. Buddy cop to a real life scenario, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> um, sorry, continue. No, and um, I wanted to point out that the lead actor, um, John David Washington, son of Denzel. Yes. Mm, so. He looks it too. This is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got dad's face. Yeah. He's great. Um, yeah. So, uh, I cannot wait to see this movie. Thank you for that. I hope I haven't spoiled it too much for you. No, 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 no. I mean, if I want, I could just seek it all out online because it's based on true stories. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. But, um, yeah, definitely, I can't wait to go see it. Everyone should definitely go see this movie. Most certainly. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Thank you. And now... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here it comes, everyone. It's time <laughs> for popcorn culture. <laughs> so we are now doing popcorn culture. Did you get that, everyone? <laughs> last week we asked you what 2018 film should win the first popular Oscar. Kendall's still reeling from the fact that I didn't get... <laughs> Which you just did. <laughs> I, I could have blocked my ears. God damn it. God damn it. Uh, uh, keep on wanting more. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, we asked this last week yes. because of the uh, Oscars announcement that they're adding this category uh, that looks to be something along the lines of best achievement in popular film. Um, so we want to know your thoughts and what you think could be the winner. Yes. Um, so, um, gut reactions? I think I know exactly what my answer is going to be, but... Yeah, no, you you go first, because I'm still... You're still mulling it over? I'm still mulling it over. We've got like 30 seconds. You'll understand what I mean when I say my answer, so you... Okay, alright. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. Of course. Yeah. Um, I would love to see it win, um, because... I think for all of the hard work Marvel have done 
the MCU, Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, everyone. Um, they've done, and what this film represents is a culmination of a storyline as a long-form, game-changing story in film and in popular film, I think it would make so much sense to give <coughs> give the first ever popular Oscar to that film. However, I do think it might go to Black Panther, especially mm. because Black Panther is way more popular in the United States than it is here, and the Academy tends to focus mostly on the United States market, mm. um, and especially in terms of the popular vote. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be Black Panther, but I, I would love... I would love Infinity War to get it because I think it deserves it so much more. So those are my predictable thoughts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think if, and a few other people I think are probably going to say the same thing, but we'll see. Um, Phil, please. I have struggled with this a little bit only because the definition of uh, the popular vote, the popular... Yeah, movie, I know. It's hard because it, they haven't really, they like, haven't really said defined it, and, it yet. And such a weird sort of thing. It's sort of on one hand, sort of admitting that uh, uh, you know the the best picture is really not the best picture. It's just the one that a group of people liked the no, most. No, 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 no. That's the best picture is um, the Academy's choice for what they think is the best film. In ter- popular and best are two different. Things. Yeah, but that's kind of what I'm driving at. That. It, it, the best picture's got zero to do with... Popularity. Popularity or what. Generally. It, it, it's just a bunch of old, you know, whoever the bloody judges are, which, let's be honest, tend to be old white men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of think is the most wankiest thing that came out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, hence, you call, you, hence the term Oscar bait. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's just, a reinf- to me, a reinforcement of this... Ideology. Okay. Um, which I, again, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. To be honest, I'm not. A, I think the Oscars are a bit of a wank fest anyway. You know what I mean? They're, <laughs> Let's they're, pat each other Oscars, on the back. That's it. The Oscars, the Logies, <laughs> the yeah. uh, Golden Globes—they're all just a huge wank fest. Considering <laughs> the only comedy to have ever won an Oscar. Mm. I think it is, is uh, Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, it's either an Oscar or Golden Globe, but the point being... I'm pretty sure it was Oscar. ...that they don't take comedy as a serious format. They don't take comedy as a serious uh, uh, genre. The simple fact that they do that, tell, I sort of sit back and go, well, it's bollocks. It's all bloody bollocks. After saying that, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Deadpool 2 yeah. could be a contender. But again, that's just because I think it'd be good to see a, a dark comedy win something yeah. large like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it will. I, I think what we'll find is it'll be based on box office and maybe tweets. I think you, you said tweets. Yeah, box office. Um, you know, most talked about tweeted yeah. thing. Uh, um, and maybe like most influential on pop culture or yeah, uh, pop culture. popular sort of... There was another criterion we thought of and I can't think of what it was. Gone now. Yeah. But yeah. But I'd like to see Deadpool 2. Yeah, cool. If anything, just because Deadpool 1 should have... 
Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. retroactively. Yeah, retroactively. Deadpool, the first, was yeah. quite good. Um, anyway. Okay, that's their answers then. No, fair, fair. I like your interpretation. So. All right, let's go in. Sh- shall we leave this one to last? Yes, yeah, we we're, we're get, definitely going to do that. <laughs> so, first and foremost, Ashley Hall. Ash. Hi, Ash. Hi. Miss you. Miss you so much. Um, says amazing musings episode one. <laughs> Look, you get a full series out to us, mate, and we'll give you an award. <laughs> you give us a full consecutive series, and I will make an award for you. I will go down to the trophy shop. <laughs> we'll do a yep. little um, at the end of one of your episodes. We'll do a little uh, uh, ceremony for you. You give me a full series. You got yourself a trophy. You heard it here first. <laughs> On the record. Yep. He's serious. Yep. <laughs> he means it. No, that's... Ash, I love it. Great answer. Of course yes. you were going to say something like that. Amusing Musings is, of course, fucking awesome. And I can't wait to see more. Yes, certainly. Yeah. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, next up we have Fuya Kantamache with... Uh, she says, after some baiting, what... Um, <laughs> uh, she says, all right, either Ocean's 8 or Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ocean's 8 had a group of amazing leading ladies. Ant-Man had a lot of action and comedy. Both films were fun to watch and I love them. Good call. I think that's a very good call. Yeah. Um, and I think Ocean's 8, um, in, in terms of a possible criterion of, uh, 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 you know, being in the pop culture zeitgeist, um, Ocean's 8... After the trailer dropped, and then at the time the movie was out, I was seeing nothing but posts about yeah, it online. Yeah, that's it. So many things. Ooh, ooh, when's Bohemian Rhapsody come out? Uh, December, I think. That'd still be in the running, wouldn't it? For It's probably going to be in the running for Best Picture, if I'm honest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is an oscar baity film. Yes, it is a very oscar baity. But it could be, ve- it could be so good that it's all, it crosses over into Possibly, box yeah. office sales, but you know. Biopics don't usually do that well, no, box office true. wise, when true. compared to blockbuster movies. But anyway, about Jurassic, the Jurassic World. It wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. I didn't. I, I really the wanted to love it. Better. The first one was amazing. It was yeah. so great, and then this one just—it was fine, but it, it was just flat. It was yeah, flat's a good word. It was very <laughs> it's flat. predictable. We knew. Yeah. Was yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Whoa. No, Fulia. I yeah, and Ant Man and the Wasp as well obviously the third release from Marvel Studios this year um, definitely made a lot of money a lot of people loved it I loved it of course I did mm. um, but yeah yeah good choice um, cool thank yeah. you thank you thank you <laughs> oh I'm gonna ruin this Stanzi Zengandis Zagonitis there we go that's what I'm thinking um, says I mean it's got to be Infinity War, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's got to be... A, it really... Yeah. It was only one true answer, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Stanzi. Um, my dear friend, Beck Hill. Hello, Beck. Um, Hello. She says, it's going to be Black Panther, I would think. I mean, Infinity War was amazing, but the sheer importance of Black Panther and its insanely wide reach across various communities gets it over the line, I think. And that's... I agree. I think that's what I was driving at earlier. Yeah. I, why I think Black Panther as well. Like, she raises another good point that I left, I should have made as well. The fact Black Panther was such a groundbreaking film in terms of its portrayal of African culture and yeah. African-American uh, or just, Af- you know, Af- African black culture represented uh, and actors playing those parts on the screen, um, you know, and 
uh, the, the, the black superhero, you know, just all of this stuff, yeah. right? Racial, you know, significance and importance and representation. So, um, yeah, and that's going to be playing a big part into its winning. Like I, I say Infinity War and I'm like, Black Panther's probably going to win. Mm. But I mean, I'm real like Beck and I think, you know, I think Beck probably wants Infinity War to win as well. But, um, yeah, I think she's like, yeah, Black Panther will probably get it. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good answer, Beck. I'm glad we're on the same page. Fine. Uh, not finally, but, uh, <laughs> Shelly Voltron says Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. I Good answer, Shelly. Over that, at least in the shoot. Thank you. Yes. And then, okay, finally. He, here we go. Do you want me to read this? Or it's up to you. Do you want to read it or do you want oh, to react? Usually, I usually someone reads and I react, but this time I kind of feel like reading it. Okay. And I'll react as I go. Yeah. How about we do that? Sounds good to me. So, we're talking about Wayne. Yes. Wayne Stellini. Hello, Wayne. Hello, foe. Hello, enemy. <laughs> Wayne Stegosaurus. <laughs> Wayne Stegosaurus. Oh, it's great. Um, okay, so Wayne says... Okay, bracing self. I think we can all agree that a movie from the MCU should win in this new Oscar category. Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp are all worthy of being awarded most popular since the films have a huge following and rake in big box office bucks. After all, just like politics, popularity does not always mean you have any legitimate merit. Lesai. Since the Academy Awards is about artistry, it shouldn't be a surprise that the DCEU received an Oscar in 2017. I appreciate that MCU fans would have been dumbfounded by this, but DC have always led the way, making the first superhero film to ever win an Oscar back in the 70s. Clearly, this is historical evidence of DC superiority and enduring contribution <coughs> to popular culture and the art of filmmaking. It's a shame the MCU can't say the same thing. So I say let an MCU movie have the most popular Oscar. It's the equivalent to a participation award. And they're entitled to that. At least they tried. Oh, that was hard for me to say. <laughs> Could you tell with your gritted teeth here? Um, hashtag Delfred, hashtag trolling Kendall, hashtag love you Kendall, hashtag at least I asked for permission. He did. And then I said, because he literally, every time he responds to these, he types out this thing. And I'm now I'm just like, do you just like, because the same every time. Do you just like. Copy and Copy paste. paste. He's got it. He's got it. Uh, he's got it saved on his phone. Key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's got a shortcut just for this little thing. Um, yeah. Uh, hashtag considerate troll. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> hashtag it's easier to troll you online than in person, but not as much fun because I can't see your facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, fair call. Uh, hashtag twenty bucks says the MCU will sweep the Oscars at the next ceremony, and you will remind me of this post and gloat. Let the record show he's correct. Um, hashtag these incredibly long hashtags are what you get for firing me from the podcast last week. <laughs> Correction, you've not been fired. Okay, Wayne. Okay, okay. You, you've not been fired, okay. Um, it's fake news. It's fake news, okay. My hands are huge. <laughs> Huge. 
huge. Um, I don't know what that is. Um, but <laughs> no, let Kafefe die in 2017 where it belongs. Um, anyway, um, yeah, no, no, thanks, Wayne. Um, I don't know how. I was able to say any of that and I don't know how mm-hmm. like you and I are like able to, you know, be friends because of our varying opinions in terms of film. But, you know, it's fine. Yes. 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 The DCEU did win an Oscar. Uh, yeah, you know, back in the 70s. But well, what was the 70s one? Is that, oh. is that, was that something for Superman? I don't know. It's so long ago. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Thanks. It's Phil. um. Phil's got my back. See, this is why Phil's back you know, on the show. It just, it just you know, history is a place where certain things should be left. You know, you're talking about the seventies, but is there much else from the seventies we really want to be bringing up? Let's leave DC back there as well, shall we? <laughs> They've obviously left themselves back there. I mean, oh, <laughs> I can. Yes, thank you so much. Let, let's. I mean. I actually almost legitimately want to bring up the simple fact that they did so well with Wonder Woman mm. and then killed her off, essentially, in, uh, uh, or not killed her off, but uh, messed up the, uh, uh, like, costuming and her... her uh, oh, yeah, the Justice League shit. Yeah, Justice League shit, yeah, you know. You know what else, the, though? The, the, it's obvious that DC haven't left the 70s. No. <laughs> they haven't. <coughs> but that being said, you know, let's just do the, the big thing. Leave it in the past. Let's focus. Let's live in the now, you know? The now of <laughs> the MCU being fucking amazing. No arguments. Uh, undeniable. Victorious. We're going to win. Okay. After saying that, that though, Marvel can't do co- uh, uh, animated stuff for shit. Just saying. No, fair enough. <laughs> I give you that, but we're not, we're not talking about that. This is live action. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, I think I've said everything I want to say. Uh, thanks, Wayne. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody, your for your awesome answers. Comments. Yes, they were very good answers. Yes. Uh, we really, really, really appreciate them all. Even the. Yeah, even that one. Next week's question. This is a great one, Phil thought of. Which fictional villain would you vote for and why? Yes. TV, books. Film, whatever you like. Comic books, riddle. anything. Villain. Yes. And give us why. Music, if you're that inclined. I don't know. I don't know. Who um, is a musical villain? I don't even know who that All country music is based around <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, fair cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Yoko um, Ono. She's oh, a musical villain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if you like to believe those stories. Sure. Um, that's, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our question. Make sure you put in why as well, because yes. I, we would love to hear, especially in something one, like this. One worded answers. Yeah, we want. We want to know a backstory. Give us a good reason why. Yeah, please. good reason why. Hey, if you want to go so far, write them a campaign. Yeah. We'd love to what's read out their, their campaign. Like, what's yeah. their tagline? Their what's their, what's their tag? Yeah, what's, yeah, please, all of this. Why are you voting for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What have they promised? What have they promised? What are they doing? What are their promises? Please. Remember to use the hashtag Tell Fred. Fred so we can find it. Yes. yes. Yes, please. Thank you. What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Well, uh, yeah, so I've finished, ready to go, uh, new Collectible Chaos episode Yay, script. Nice. 
is done, Fulia and I will be filming it this week. Um, it's coming out. It's, if if it comes out on schedule, it will be on the twenty schedule uh, the twenty eighth of August, which is the day before Michael Jackson turns sixty, uh, or would have turned sixty rather. Um, still living in the past, um, but um, yeah. So it's going to be a, an episode focusing on him, um, as I am making a surprise, tradition surprise. of surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Got he deserves the time. So um, look out for that in you know in a week and a bit. Um, but I'm very excited for that filming. So, yeah. Nice. That's pretty much all from me. There will also be... Well, I guess there will also be another episode of The Monthly um, coming up soon, which the question is up for that, The Monthly Question. Um, and it's what what is your favourite film score or soundtrack? Ah, uh, yes. We want to know. So, there are going to be yes, some yes. good answers and good discussion. I'm very excited for that recording. It's going to be fun. Nice. Anything from you, Phil? Um, in Combat Gamers is happening at the moment every Monday at yes. four. Yes, live stream on live YouTube. Live stream. Um, uh, and that I think is about it for me at the moment. Sure. That I that is talkable and yeah, 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 stuff yeah. Like that. I think there's some things that we can't talk about, but we're not going to we're not going to say what they're. We're are. not going to talk about them. No, we're not. We can't talk. We can't talk. We can't. We can't. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just about it. I think that is about it. <laughs> that was a podcast called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien Productions. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the links to our website where you can get T-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags, and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister. Featuring unique bums, incompetent gamers, collectible chaos, Fred Watch, beta test, amusing musings, and our live stage shows such as The Writer and Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been a Philip Hunting. And, and you've just experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred. Episode 31. 31. Having fun. Hey. Yeah. That's like your, your bingo, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. 31. 31, having fun. Oi. Oi. Oh, Ringo, Ringo. baby. <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> Ringo. Ringo. I'm the back controller. <laughs> oh no, Thomas. The man's also playing Yakko. <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening everyone. <laughs> Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. And tofu and tacos and all you need is love. Scene. <laughs>